Patrick, where, where do you want to start for your Thanksgiving? Oh my God, you I were. Know, I was just telling you. I was just telling you uh, <laughs> as we were getting ready. Uh, yeah, I think from Tuesday to Sunday was just a complete, you know. Uh, you were a hot mess, apparently. Not really a hot, hot mess, but you were enjoying yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, like everyone, tons of food. We had dinner at friends' house on Wednesday night, and then back there Thursday night, and we had people. Their family was in town, and we had them over our house Thursday afternoon. And you know, World Cup, and I was just telling you, I pro- from Tuesday to Sunday, I probably drank like <laughs> forty to fifty old fashions. Oh <laughs> I would be dead. Oh my god, I love it. Well, you are living your best life. I mean, you know, oh my god. Yeah, I used to be like I still like beer, obviously. But, like I don't know, like now, like after two beers, I'm done. Like I want, I need to move on to something else. Although old fashions are not healthy, you know. No, and they're usually really strong. I mean, I'm impressed. That Actually, you, you know, not not as strong much. as you know, like a straight double scotch or something, right? Because usually they only put in like an ounce and a half of whether it's if you're using rye or or, or, or bourbon or whatever. But anyway, so uh, it was great. Played a couple rounds of golf. The weather was weather was spectacular. Oh yeah, how was uh, the weather? Actually, Wait, you were in DC, right? Or were you in North Carolina? Yeah, we, we stayed local. Okay, so stayed local. I actually, I took a couple days off, so I played Tuesday, Wednesday golf, and Saturday. It was awesome. Great. Okay, yeah. so playing. So how golf. was yours with uh, a nineteen-month-old? <laughs> we drove to San Francisco to see some of our friends. Um, it was. You know, I, I don't well, know. What's that drive? Six hours? Six hours. Okay. Um, and, you know, I just have visions of, and of course, my my friend that we went to see, she has a son that's just six months older than KJ. Her sister, we were at her house. Her sister is pregnant with twin boys, has a six-year-old. It was like, it was just one little boy meltdown after another. Over, yeah. And I just had these visions that we were going to like sit and have this enjoyable meal. And I'm like, oh, I have to parent. Like, this is like awful. I, I want to be having so, 40 old fashions. And it was, it's so, it's yeah. so funny you say that. We uh, So Wednesday night, our neighbors, her and his entire family, her family comes in. And it's uh, a sister and a husband, a brother and a wife both their sets of kids, their parents. So like a full house. And then they invite a whole bunch of other people over to eat. And it's very nice. But there had to be like eight kids ranging from, you know, two to 18, maybe 10 kids actually. Wow. Just like running around and just total <laughs> chaos. The house was just like shit everywhere. And it was so much it was fun but it was so nice knowing none of them i was responsible exactly it's adorable when you're not yeah. the one worried like about you say hi to the kid you play yeah. with it for a second and then you're like okay i'm done move on right but when you're the one keeping them alive, it's just like it's not enjoyable. The, when, the, when you're the one like fully responsible, yeah. Yeah, it's like you just – but, I mean, it was great. It was great to see friends. Dan had never been to San Francisco. We went. Um, it was it was just awesome. We had a really great time. Yeah. Um, and- it's my favorite holiday, I think, because, you know, I mean, Christmas is great, but sometimes Christmas gets even more, like, hectic. You know, not that I do any shopping, so – <laughs> yeah, right. 
so let, 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 I got to rein that back in. It's certainly not chaotic from my standpoint of shopping. I buy for one person and one person only. So, but I, you know, it's commercial. I don't, I, I feel like with the Friday off and the long weekend and the food, it's much the, more outside about the traffic and travel. Yeah. I, I think Thanksgiving's one of my favorites. I think it is my favorite. It is much more about friends and family where I do feel like now, even though Christmas is supposed to be, you know, a time of like reflect, it, it's, it really becomes about giving, right? I mean, it's really about, you know, getting people gifts and uh, yeah, it's, I get it. It's yeah, a little. But anyway, it was great. It was great. And then World Cup was, uh, has been oh. awesome. USA, oh, so exciting yesterday. Uh, bars are packed. It's, it's fun. It's fun. You know, I'm so glad they won yesterday. Not, I mean, they deserve it. It's fun rooting for them, but it also just, I think it's good. Like, you know, bars are packed. People are enjoying it. Um, I think it, it's, it's, uh, I think it's added some, some excitement to, to the time of year. Well, and you probably know this, right? Cause all the games are on Fox, but isn't it like the first time, like, haven't they had the highest United States ratings or something for yeah, watching so, soccer? Well, actually, England, the England USA game, which we which we thought, yeah, you know, when it was first announced that they'd be playing on Black Friday, <clears throat> we knew it was going to be huge, and um, it even surpassed that. So it it became the highest rated soccer game ever viewed in the United States. Yes. Okay. That yeah. was it. That was it. I mean, that's enormous, right? For a game yeah. ten years ago, oh, yeah. people used to openly I mean, it say it did like twenty million not counting obviously everyone who's watching it in bars see that's the one thing too with soccer unlike maybe a i mean look sunday afternoon a lot of people at bars watching nfl i mean and nfl's king but compared to other sports and other big games and the fact that you know it's two o'clock in the afternoon uh yeah massive ratings and then yesterday's game we're waiting to get the ratings from yesterday's game because obviously it was must win for the united states and it went right down to the end, and they won. So uh, now they play Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Oh. So um, what time are you starting to drink, Sarah? Oh, believe me. Well, I'm not drinking at all because I have a 19-month-old that can't wait to stick his finger in a outlet. So I oh, okay. I have to – my days of partying are on pause. So no but... more drinking. Are you, have you stopped drinking officially? No, but it's just not oh. really fun. Any, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like you – can't, You can't let – you can't have like six glasses of wine and be you – know, No. No, and no. So but that's why you have to have like girls' night out. Dan takes, and then you know it's almost like you can't ever do anything together unless you have a really good sitter who could spend the night. I know, I know. We did go to Arcade Fire a couple weeks ago, um, which was which was fun. But again, yeah, you're like, you know, we have a great babysitter, but you're like, I, I don't know. We're still we're still at the point like we don't want to leave him overnight with anybody. Yeah, it's same like thing a with whole my thing. dog. Same thing with my dog. We don't want to leave the dog overnight <laughs> without having to. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, okay. So um, I, I literally anyway. set up dog walkers. So uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's so much good. fun. A uh, couple more weeks before the next one, and uh, okay. But wait, so we talk to me about. Come on, I want to hear all your thoughts. There's so much. I mean, there's controversy uh, in uh, about this. You know, uh, about FIFA, Qatar. I mean, the ads that Qatar constantly runs about let them play. Uh, the the reporter that asked Tyler Adams and you know reprimanded him for not saying yeah. oh god now I how thought, do you say it? is thought, it Iran it's Iran right or is it Iran it's Iran right no, it's, you say Iran 
Iran. Oh, God, I got to write down that. Okay. Not I feel Iran. Like, oh, see, I'm getting reference. So it's Iran. Iran. And I thought he, first of all, Tyler Adams is such a class act. Uh, I thought his answer was, listen, so as, well good. As, as well as you could have answered that question, Tyler Adams hit it out of the park. So articulate, so calm, didn't, didn't get offended, apologized, but then kind of, you know, put some context to it. So it was, it was great. I mean, entire team, I mean, you know, the profiles on these players, um, it's been amazing. It really has. Uh, you know, the whole Qatar thing, uh, I think it's a mixed bag, you know, because Qatar got the World Cup, there was obviously a lot of uh, controversy uh, around that and, and, and claims of bribery and all this other stuff. Uh, and, you know, because it's so hot in the summer, they had to move it to uh, the, the November, December window, uh, which obviously with football going on and everything. And you know you have your all your international soccer leagues had to take you know a six week break. Which having said all that, from what I hear, people I know who are there and been there, it's been great. I mean, relative to the soccer, right? I'm not talking about politics and all well, that right. Other and stuff. they've changed their minds on lots of things, you know, regarding yeah. drinking. I mean, all these things where they've you know kind of pulled the rug out from people. They said, oh, you know, there won't Although be a problem. I saw, I, I've, I've seen a lot of clips of people holding like 16 ounce looks like beer cups I, I guess they're serving non-alcohol i don't know if people are sneaking it in or not but um uh but you know in terms of the eight stadiums within a 30 mile radius uh you could go to two games in one day and the soccer's been fantastic so you know what there's always controversy with everything you know when the olympics are in china there's controversy when you know human rights issues come up uh, all the time with some of these international events. But you know what? It's about the soccer, and uh, it's been great and fun to watch. And we're lucky to have it on Fox. So. All right. Well, um, let's move on to other things. Yeah, what do you, sure. What else do you want to talk about? I actually did um, – former President Trump, I don't, he announced his presidency, right? Didn't Wasn't that the day, the last podcast we did? Yes. So we haven't talked yeah. about that. I'm so yeah. curious all your thoughts. I just think – I think, I hope, and I believe that everyone is just completely over him. When I say everyone, I mean the majority, right? I think, you know, he's he's just, he's making a, the stuff he's doing, saying, it was always kind of like, not right. (laughs) Yeah. But it just seems like now it's really over the top. You know, he had, he had, uh, um, white supremacists or alleged white supremacists. I say alleged, he may be, I don't know, um, Nick Fuentes and Kanye, who obviously is going through the anti-Semitic controversy uh, to Mar-a-Lago. And McConnell has to, McConnell came out and said, anyone who invites someone like Nick Fuentes, there's no place for white supremacy in the Republican Party, and that person cannot be president. So McConnell has kind of thrown some of those, you know, uh, innuendos around, but he's basically saying there's no way he's endorsing Trump for the presidency. Obviously, he wants the Republican Party to have the White House. Uh, I just think these people need to really person up. <laughs> I can't say man up anymore. Person up 
and just say it. See, we, I would rather Joe Biden win again than Donald Trump be president. Say the Republican Party cannot afford Donald Trump. I don't care. It's he's 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 just not right. He's not a good enough person. He's about himself. Like you, you know, some have very few because they're all worried about their own political, you know, and I'm sure McConnell's worried about the Supreme Court and the judges and all that stuff. So, you know, obviously if you have the presidency, you control that stuff. At some point though, it's bigger than that, right? It's bigger than that. You can't have white supremacists going to meet with the former president. You can't have, uh, you know, the anti-democracy rhetoric, like still continuing to go on in Arizona and other places with like Carrie Lake and, and these things. It's enough. You know, do I agree with the democratic policies in most cases? No, but at some point it's bigger than that. Right, right. Yeah. And I, and you know what? I think a lot of people kept putting that thought process off, you know, oh, he's not as bad. Oh, it's just Twitter. First two years, the overarching policies of Trump's administration were not bad, actually. Uh, but ever since the loss of the election, the January 6th insurrection, uh, the, the rhetoric following that, the, the, the classified information, everything he says, people he interacts with. I mean, his own family didn't even want to go to his, you know, you know, yeah, what'd you make of that? Yeah, um, no, Ivanka, she's obviously... I think she's even tired of it. She's like, enough, it's old. You're making a fool of yourself. <clears throat> and, you know, so, you know, the, 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 the Ronna McDaniels, who's the head of the, of the Republican National Part, uh, Committee, like, enough, enough with Trump. You have to move on. You ha but you have to say it and, and do it. Um, Do you think the strategy is, you know, he potentially still is looking at charges. We'll see. It's awfully slow. Although it was interesting. We were, we, we were listening. Well, now we have a special counsel. Garland's, you know, hired a Jack Smith. I think his name is special counsel to overlook the, the classified information and the insurrection. But that'll take a year, year and a half. Like, so why did you read his house? Like, like, Step up, charge him, charge him. I guarantee if I had that information, now granted, I'm not the former ex-president. They don't have enough so, evidence. They don't have enough evidence. Well, then then you know what? Then don't raid his house. Then, you know, I don't know. I don't, here's, I don't think charges are going to save us. From or, Trump, from him. Right. I think people have to, I think the top, the top officials in the Republican Party, now, a lot of people who supported him in the past have dumped. A lot of big money people have come out publicly and said yeah. there's no way we're supporting him. A lot of other so-called Republicans that walked that fine line trying to not upset Trump, but at the same time not fully, they've now come out. You need the McConnells of the world. McCarthy, unfortunately, is going to be he's going to become speaker. He's not going to go against Trump. So uh, I think Trump's in trouble. I, I don't think... It seems like it, doesn't it? Even just the lack of momentum from that announcement until now. But, but you're talking about a primary where, you know, X percent of the public votes, which is small. It's only Republicans in most states. 
can he win a primary? Absolutely. Can, can he win Iowa? Yeah, but you think against a Ron DeSantis, don't you think that the Republican Party behind the scenes is like talking to Ron and like getting ready to fund him? I mean, they've seen like the numbers, how he like Ron DeSantis. To me, I feel like they're going to let Trump burn himself out. And Listen, I think that we talked about this before. I think DeSantis' strategy is very good right now. It is. Just it's very quiet. Trump, it, he shouldn't even Trump should not exist in his world. Whatever Trump does, don't react to it. Don't give Trump oxygen against you. Do your thing. Govern Florida. Decide when you want to decide. And then if you decide you want to run for president, line up your – and you do this obviously before you announce. Get your fundraising. Line up your, your key donors and support and, and then go. Then go hard. But you got to go hard, right? And shit happens during – a primary season, right? You thought Howard Dean, when you know years ago, was he was on his way, and then he had a meltdown on stage, or so-called meltdown. Uh, so, you know, Dukakis, you know, the, the 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 moment he had, you know, you thought he was on his way to win. So stuff happens, but you know, I I, I just don't see how Biden though, like. That's the, here's the other equation. Oh, and I, I want to see Gavin Newsom, by the way, saying he's not going to run against Biden. I want to know your thoughts. Yeah, I, well, I don't think anyone's going to run against Biden right now. But the problem you have is he's 80 years old. He's going to be almost 82 when he starts his next term. I'm sorry. That's just too freaking old. And Trump's too old also. We need younger, fresher candidates on both sides of the aisle here and um so but i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see where it goes yeah well i I, think it's a good sign i can't i can't envision trump being yeah president again and shame on the republican party shame on the voters if he is the choice to represent the republican party in 2024 well they know they'll lose well i yeah i I, I mean, unless like they put up Gavin I don't know. Newsom. I don't, I, mean... I don't say we know they'll lose. Here's why. He'll be running against an 82-year-old, clearly at times, diminished candidate, right? Now imagine two years from now or a year, a year from now, year and a half from now on the campaign trail, okay? You look at a state like Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Maybe Nevada. Are you if how much would you wager right now that Biden can beat Trump again in Georgia? How much are you going to wager that Biden can beat Trump again in Arizona? Well, is the vote today or is it 2024? Well, it's 2024. I'm just saying, like, uh, it I depends on I would, Biden's. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet like again, it's not the popular vote. So you gotta go state by state. Now Good news is anti-democracy, anti-election or election deniers, for the most part, all lost major elections. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Good for the voters. Arizona, other places, right? Herschel's going to lose December 6th. He's got, in my opinion, he's going to lose by six, seven, eight points to Warnock. So now Dems have 51 Senate seats. So I, I don't think Trump would beat 
Biden in Arizona or Nevada, maybe Georgia. I doubt it. I just think people are sick of Trump. I just totally. Now, I think totally. if you had a DeSantis or a Yunkin who, you know, could you know be perceived as smarter, less polarizing, and not a white not not appeasing white supremacy, uh, not appeasing, and I, even not appeasing Kanye West. It's because, like why the because yeah because I think stupid. I believe on policies. <clears throat> policies the republican parties are the choice for the majority of americans no doubt i believe it's like 52 53 percent to 48 percent republican policies but when you throw in election deniers anti-democracy appeasing national white you know national type white supremacist people and anti-semitic people and and all this other stuff I think it tips the scale to the to the to the Dems. So, and the Republicans have a lot to gain in twenty twenty four and lose. The Dems have a very difficult Senate list of candidates and states where they have to defend. I think it's two to one. Where the last two cycles, Republicans have had to defend more. It tips way into the favor of Republicans, where Dems have to defend many more seats in 2024 than the, the Republicans do. So that's why you need a vibrant, smart, you know, you already see it though. Some in the media, when I say media, I mean like the political biased pundits, they're calling, they're calling DeSantis little Trump or a little bit smarter, but tr like they're trying to paint him as Trump. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to work or not. Right. Um, but, but we'll see. It should be interesting. So Very interesting. Um, all right. What else is is on your mind in politics, local news, um, national? Yeah. So I, um, I sent you – I don't know if you saw what I sent you actually this morning, um, but it – oh, oh, let it me look. Here. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I did, but – Oh, hold on. I just want to, uh, oh, where did it go? I sent you an article about a bill in DC that uh, has passed that is going to force restaurants with tipped servers and, and, and hostesses and so forth. They have to now pay them the minimum wage $16.10 in D.C. outside the scope of tips. Okay. So right okay. so right now, as long as they make $16.10 with base salary, hourly base salary, wage, and tips, they're okay. Now, I'm guessing most servers in good restaurants make more. Now, though, you have to pay them $16.10 plus tips so a lot of restaurants are saying okay this is going to force us to raise prices put service fees you know because if we were paying them ten dollars an hour plus tips now we got to add six dollars per person per hour x number of people per shift can't afford it just can't afford it so you have major restaurant owners in dc saying a we may close restaurants b 
B, we may do barcode service when you walk in, where we're going to lay off servers. We're going to look at more kiosk type service. Uh, this is another DC council passed piece of legislation that um, just just going to cost people jobs and you know and and not well thought out now they're still negotiating what it's going to look like mendelson who's the head of the dc council said he's willing to work with the restaurant groups and and, and a better way to do this uh but i could tell you you know if you're getting hit first of all if you're going to dc or you're in dc it's already expensive restaurants now you're going to get hit with a service fee and or increased prices. Then are you going to tip on top of that? A lot of times you see a service fee on your bill. You think that's the tip, right? Well, we do a lot of DoorDash and um, they have all kinds of service fee, delivery fee, tax. Uh, then do you want to add, you know, then they kind of almost pre-program you to um, give 20, 25, 30% to your driver. Uh, it's right. yeah. I mean, and I'm sure you know these restaurants are going to have to go there. To, yeah, I mean, don't you think? I think already we've seen, of course, because what of is inflation. Cal- does California have a LA? Do you know if do, do they have a similar bill? Uh, you know, I actually think you know here in Los Angeles, I think the deal is it's fifteen dollars minimum wage. They're actually trying to change it now to twenty two dollars minimum wage. I don't know if that includes restaurant workers, um, but. Here, I mean, it's bananas. You know, it's like you, to me, like I think over the next five years, restaurant going out to eat is just going to be kind of a luxury because inflation, the costs, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you know this, if you want to go out to like a fine-ish dining experience, you're talking hundreds of dollars now. So let alone, I mean, are you really going out if you got a family of five unless you're, you're making a ton of money? No, but yeah, I don't know if a family five, I don't know necessarily where they're going or not going. I, and listen, everything's expensive now, which is crazy, right? So I just think that, um, so the bills cost, I, so actually I, I got to retract something. Okay. It wasn't a bill. It was actually a ballot measure uh, that passed. Okay. Right? Okay. So it, it was a matter. It's called Initiative 82. Uh, so, but it was obviously put up by the council for people to vote on and so forth. So I, listen, I, I just think making things more expensive, more complicated. Um, and I just think, listen, minimum wages, they are what they are. Like, you know, they're not full-time salaries. Like when you start getting up to $20 an hour, you're going to cut staff. I mean, I, McDonald's already, <laughs> most McDonald's, they're already kiosks. I went into Giant yesterday, which, you know, I don't, you know, there's a running joke in my family. So I've been, I've lived here 20 years. Obviously I worked other cities and commuted back and forth on weekends for a period of that time. The local Giant supermarket, I claim in my family, I've been in well over a hundred times. Okay. They they dispute that and it's a running joke. So okay. I actually went last night and took like a selfie with the giant behind me saying my 117th trip. But, but, but all kidding aside, I go in 
There's no one working. Really? It's all it's all self-serve checkout. Not one lane was open. Not one. Oh, I believe that. Probably at off hours. Not yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Not one. So that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. They had one person kind of making sure the machines were working and everything. Right? You got people self-checking out 70 items. Like, you know, kids running around screaming. Like, that's That's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. It's right. surprising that they're trying to introduce this because most restaurants are owned are small business owned. I mean, that's what's shocking. You know, not most people are not part of Clyde's group. You know, I mean that they're a different ball game. But I mean, most restaurant owners are families. They're you know small business. It's that's the discouraging part. I think about a lot of these cities is. Like, what do you want people to do? It's kind of like the argument we go on about in Montgomery County. Like, do you want business there or you don't? It's really strange. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's it's – we'll see. Okay. Anyway. I want to go back to one of our favorite topics, which is COVID. Um, You know – uh, Dr. Fauci was on Face the Nation this past weekend. <laughs> oh, I mean, just getting destroyed. Also, we're seeing in China. As should. Yeah. Yeah. Because very vague about potential upcoming closures again. In China, you're, you're hearing what, you know, we can hear about what's really going on there, that people are revolting because yeah, of the insane as, lockdowns. As they should. What struck you about the Fauci meeting or the Fauci interview? On Face the Nation. I, listen, I've been saying it for a long time. He's just, he, he's a guy that just loves the spotlight. Uh, you know, uh, I think he's been more wrong than not. I think he's also, you know, loves to give his thoughts and then kind of hide behind the CDC and the administrations when they make decisions. Like saying he had, you know, no influence on school closures when clearly, you know, you know, if he had spoken up, very, you know, strongly against them. And, you know, he does an interview literally after retiring now on Face the Nation and, and kind of, you know. Well, still leaves it open to we could have more right. closures well, based on high, 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 uh, on viral high, load, high, high viral load areas and yada, yada, yada. And uh, no, he should have said, and then, and then he'll say, well, you know, I just give him my opinion or, uh, no, you know what he should have said? We've seen the disaster of closing schools. It should never happen again. Number one. Number two, COVID's over. I don't want to, it's over. It's absolutely over. Okay. My opinion, 100% over. Yes, people are still getting it. It's a, it's, it's the flu now. It's a cold. If you're, if you're whatever, you know, enough, right? At this point, what are we doing? We were almost three years in. It's almost like certain groups of organizations, people don't want to attend. They just don't want to attend. Like if you're DC public schools required kids who had no symptoms to test before going back to school, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we at by the way? It's absolutely (sighs) moronic. It's, it's actually, it's a shame. No, it's criminal. It's actually, it's criminal. I'm sorry. It's over. Like, you know, I, I just don't understand what we're doing anymore. I don't. You've Everyone either has been vaxxed, boosted if they wanted to. If you don't want to, boom. We know none of these boosters stop the transmission. They only prevent serious health. 
issues, right? That's a personal choice then at that point. Because you know what? Me not getting boosted or is not, not going to prevent. It's not going to make you any more no. whatever, right? So what are we doing? I'm still seeing ads, and I love ads. <laughs> but, but we're still seeing yeah, ads right. about I love ads. The, the, the new boosters and this. Enough. It's over. Everyone is out. Bars are packed. Restaurants are packed. People are like, what are we doing? It's so irritating now that this is still a day in and day out conversation, dialogue, occurrence by so many. I don't understand it. Well, I thought it was good to see more people, I feel like, speaking up against Fauci. I mean, he yeah. got destroyed on that interview. I mean, at least like, go on home. Twitter. Go but... away. Go home. Bye. Go home. Oh, he loves being out there. Forget And by it. the way, all the people who, who I, in my opinion, who put him on a pedestal, I think history, when you look back at the things he said, how he said them, when he said them, said them, History will not be as he, his, his his popularity and his contribution to the policy side of COVID will diminish, in my opinion, as time goes on. Because I think he should have just stuck to his lane. He's a doctor. He's had a tremendous public servant career. Good for you. Stay in your lane. He tried to become the messaging arm of this, and I think he made a lot of mistakes in conjunction with the CDC, who just I think was a disaster. Well, and the who, right? I mean, who is and, who's? Yeah, and the who, but you know what? We got to rely on the CDC. The World Health Organization is one thing. The CDC is <clears throat> the United States's version, and I think they had a disastrous last two years. So. Well, hopefully no one is taking his advice any further and there's no lockdowns. I mean, it's interesting that you see that story floated now. Like, I mean, here in L.A., you know, they, the, the L.A. Times published one recently. Oh, you know, uh, test positives are way up. And uh, could this mean mask returns? It's like, I, I just can't. Of course, no. Yeah. By the way, they don't work. Well, Most your N95s do. They, they uh, like. Okay, do they? Yes, they've been proven no, that. The N95 is the most effective, and it works like 50, I mean, 40, 50%. Oh, but, Your regular but no, mask. But my point is, what, what do they prevent? They prevent me from getting it. And if I don't want a mask, I don't wear a mask. See, that's my point. What are you doing? Like, I, like, what? Well, I agree. I'm I'm over the mandate now. I mean, you know, this forcing people to do things and I don't know where, I mean, obviously New York state, we talked about it. I mean, it's interesting about DC, other cities. I wonder if people are trying to sue the state governments that lost their job because of this vaccine mandate, which now we found out doesn't prevent you from getting it. I mean, I would think all these cities would be getting sued, but I don't know. I mean, it's amazing. You know, all that stuff takes. I think lawsuits are tricky. I think, you know, yeah, they're expensive. When, the, when the mandates were put in place, did you have the knowledge that you have now that transmission wasn't being prevented or significantly reduced? Uh, I think companies are given a lot of leeway to protect employees on a variety of levels. So, you know, I think if that's a state by state thing, I think it's when did you put the mandate in place? Are you continuing to put mandates in place now with new information? So I, you know, I think that that gets complicated from a legal. I'll leave that to uh, Katie Barlow's of the world, but uh, yeah, right, she'll know. Yeah, you know, 
But I, listen, I just think everyone, people are living their lives. And listen, I still see people, you know, wearing masks outside. I don't understand it. I'll never will. But that's your choice. That's your choice. Yeah. If you want to wear a mask to bed, wear a mask to bed. I don't care. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. I, yeah, I'm totally with you. It's just, it, you know, yeah, it's just the other way around. It's like, I don't want to be told that I have to wear a mask anymore. Did you get a Thanks. flu vaccine? No, I haven't gotten anything. I mean, I've gotten, the, I've gotten the COVID and the two boosters, and then no. See, I've gotten the COVID, the two COVIDs, and the one booster. I haven't, I haven't gotten the second booster yet. Oh, well, wait, didn't you, you, but you got the, oh, okay, I got the same thing. You know how you get the first two initial shots yeah. and then the one booster. That's what I've got. Yeah, so you haven't gotten the second No, booster. I don't think so. No, I, I know yeah. I haven't had four I, shots. I don't think I am either. I think I'm no. good. I'll take my chances. I think I'm good. Yeah, maybe wait another year. They'll I mean, be I've, had, another... I've had COVID, uh, you know, so. I've had it twice. and uh... <laughs> I've probably had it more. I, I can have it right now. I yeah, don't you know. don't know. You really don't know. Every time it affects you differently. First time I was, I was like, I wouldn't even have. I never would have tested. I never even would have. And known. by the way, I always have to preface this. I know how serious it was. I know personally how serious it was. Yeah. I know that whole first year was a crazy. Un. I'm talking about since then. I'm talking about policies since then have been draconian, not based in science. Outside the scope, I think, of governments, what they should be doing, and for kids in schools, I think they're just mis completely misguided. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So. Um, all right. What about other sports? You were, you've been tweeting a lot about other sports. College Let's talk football. about the Sean Taylor. Yes. Uh, uh, mannequin. So-called statue. Oh, yeah, now, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if they, so I've been reading more on this. I don't know if the commanders actually ever said it was going to be a statue. I think that was a local reporter oh. who said statue and it kind of got picked, regardless of whether it was a statue or not. And by the way, the family has said they liked what they saw. What are they going to say, right? They're not going to say they hated it. That would just be terrible, right? It might have been the worst thing I've ever seen. It was so embarrassing. It's a mannequin. It's literally like they went to Sports Authority or Thick or Dicks. By the way, when they unveiled the jerseys, the I mean the new name of the commanders, those so-called mannequins were actually better than the one they put into the case as the memorial to Sean Taylor. The whole thing was bad. And even them trying to take down the curtain to like reveal it's just so amateur for like it's a, so amateur. It's, it's so such an amateur, amateur. hour over Nike there. Nike jersey, Reebok pants, you know, uh no. There was nothing like personal, like he would tape his fingers. He had tape on his to, face. Right, tape on his face. There was certain way. Nothing. Nothing personal. Um honestly, that could have been a high school project. They could have thrown it better. Put it together better. Right? Just it's just uh, it's the sec by the way, it's the second time they screwed up the memorial or a tribute to right. Chantel. They completely screwed it up a year ago and, and they did it again. And last and, year was the one they painted his number right on the field and then let people walk all over it or yeah, something. It's just, it was... just the whole thing. It's just, uh, you know, it's a shame. I, you know, I also have followed and been reading people who know the history of the so-called Redskins slash commanders much better than I do. Debating whether he even should be memorialized like that. Right. He was 24 years old. Absolutely great player, but wasn't 
really here long. Uh, obviously died defending him, himself in his home on a home invasion, tragically. Uh, probably absolutely would have been, assuming no career-ending injuries, would have been an all-time great, both for the team and in the league. Uh, but I have seen people questioning why, you know, after only three years, you know, would you, would you, you know, I think it that. was the so, way it happened, you know, and I, like, I agree. So I agree. young. And I think it's like kind of trying to memorialize like what could have been, you know, to yeah. me, because when you remember when that happened, I mean, that was like so shocking because it was just. I mean, God, that attack on his home, right? It was like three or four people that came in. I mean, oh, it was, it was kind terrible. of everyone's I mean, worst was, nightmare. I mean, yeah, it was really awful. So I get that one. Um, yeah. What? Okay, what other sports things? Any other things going on in sports? And by the way, I mean, we sort of haven't heard any more about potential command the commander sale. Uh, the commanders actually no. seem to be doing fairly well, right? They got a big win. Listen, the team on the field is doing really well. Yeah. Seven and five. I mean, they're good. Uh, you know, everyone wants to, you know, Make Heineke the uh, yes. future quarterback? Absolutely not. He's a backup quarterback. Yes, the team's winning. They like playing for him. He's got a lot of energy. It's a great story. Hopefully, it keeps going. Uh, but he is not the future. You know, I was tweeting back and forth with somebody who who was saying that they should just name him the starter next year, uh, and I'm like, absolutely not. And kind of had a little back and forth. My point was. And again, I may have these numbers. They're not 100% accurate, but out of like the last 30 Super Bowls, only four non-Hall of Famers quarterbacks have won the game. Okay. Okay. And out of those, three of them that have won played against also non-Hall of Famers. So in the Super Bowl, when non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl, three out of four were playing against also non-Hall of Famers. So it's not like they win. I believe the only one who has beaten a Hall of Fame quarterback in the last 25 years, Nick Foles, who took over for the commanders, Carson Wentz, which is kind of interesting. Carson Wentz and the Eagles that year were 13-0. and Carson Wentz tried to score uh, going over the end zone, got hurt, lost for the season. Nick Foles came in and took him to the Super Bowl, beating Tom Brady. Again, great story. But Super Bowl teams, Super Bowl franchises have Super Bowl-type quarterbacks. It's just a fact, okay? And to think Heineke is even – like I actually said, it just shows the, the mindset of some people with this team. Making the playoffs is – their pinnacle of success now. Right, right, right. Yeah, we've talked that a lot about that. Shouldn't this. be. I know I know you're you've been deprived for 25, 30 years of real playoff success. And yes, getting back to the playoffs would be a great thing. Certainly this year when they started off, you know, uh, one and what is one and four. But that should not be the goal. Now if you want to debate, you know, do you resign Heineke, draft a quarterback, do you trade for another one? You know, this team is very good defensively. They got great runners. I know, it's like amazing. And, and pretty good receivers. So my point was, if they actually had a top-notch Super Bowl-type quarterback, who knows where this team could go? I mean, they're winning games where Heineke is like, you know, 14 for 27, 
one TD, one interception, quarterback rating of 77, 82. His QBRs, quarterback, much lower, not much lower, lower than the league average. He's a good backup. And maybe he's a starter on a team that is completely rebuilding, right? But I don't know. I just always think I read like reporters and sports people from this area, and it's like, oh my God, just get to the play. No, you got to win the Super Bowl. Teams can come from nowhere to win the Super Bowl and then go back. Look at the Rams. Win the Super Bowl this year, terrible year this year, right? It's, it's, a, it's a small window to win. Right in this league, there's parity. This team, if they, I believe, if they had a Super Bowl caliber quarterback this year, an MVP caliber quarterback, they could win the Super Bowl. Wow! Or at least, oh my God, that'd be a turn of events. Oh my God, yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine in all these years of controversy with Dan Snyder? Right? I he mean, wins finally, the Super Bowl this year. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh my Can God. you imagine when we potentially were going to get a sale, and now he'll never sell. He wins. He goes to the Super Bowl. Don't you think? Like he's. I mean, Taking you that just off look at the, the teams, you know, from the Mahomeses to the Allens to, you know, listen, in their own division, the, the Hurts for the Eagles, uh, franchise quarterbacks. Look at the Eagles this year. I mean, nine and one. Hurts is fantastic, does everything. Like, if you put Jason Hurts on the Redskins this year, oh, sorry, Commanders this year, they're probably eight and two. Maybe nine and one like the Eagles. They're not that far off. Wow. Their defense may be better than the Eagles. It's wow. the quarterback position that is making the biggest difference from the commanders to the Eagles this year. So anyway, good story. Yeah. He's not the future. He's a backup. Um there we go. Okay. Uh anything else, Patrick? Uh, I think we covered it all. <laughs> All right, where do people follow you? We're Pat, back. Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. We'll see you next week. All Bye, right, Patrick. Sarah, take care. See ya. Bye.